Hi, John. Hi, Chloe. <laughs> this is stupid. Starting is always awkward and weird. I think that's recording. Is it? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 tell me where we are. We are in the guest room at Picasso. <laughs> Do you not want to say the town you're from? Oh, and you should sit down because you're. You'll, I assume probably be quieter. Uh, in for, Columbia, for Missouri. Right. I forgot anyway. you're a man of the road and constantly at different locations. Sure. And this is the um, the, the 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 Couch Life podcast. I figured we should, as long as <laughs> I don't know, I feel nervous. There's a link for it on a website that no one goes to. That's all right. But it doesn't. It does weird things. It takes me to this weird. Me too. I don't know what's going on. It just looks like a bunch of code, pretty much. Yeah. You trimmed your beard. Yep. It's nice that. Looks nice. Thank you. That's fun. <laughs> I see you contributed uh, with your wrestling. Yes, I stuff. put two articles up. Are those? I know one was pre-done, but was did you write uh, the other one for the thing? Or? Um, the the second one was for the thing. It was paper you I just watched a few days ago. Oh. And then the one that was pre-done was only pre-done in that I had the list already made, but everything else was added. So like all the all the the stats at the notes. bottom. Yeah. Neat. I'm working on a thing for Moonrise Kingdom. I don't want to put up there. Nice. Like I want to do a seg a series of stuff that you can contribute to, where it's just uh, it's called Go Watch, or it's just it's not a review. It's just like. It's just an article about Moonrise Kingdom, and it's fucking awesome. So go, go watch it. You have zero. It's it's accessible. You could, <laughs> if you live in America or Canada, Europe, probably Mexico. I'm gonna I'm gonna exclude Africa because they're going through a lot. But everywhere else, I think it's probably pretty accessible. Yeah. South, most parts of South America, I just Australia, everywhere but Africa, I'm going to say. <laughs> Maybe even then. And even, like, most of Africa. Yeah. Except for, like, the middle. Yeah. Morocco's in there. And mm -hmm. Egypt, I think they're back on track. South Africa's pretty modern. Really, the Congo? I don't it's even know. Aren't they in Civil War forever? Probably, and they're still not even entirely Sim explored. Somalia. I'll go on record saying Somalia. I don't think you can get it. <laughs> if you live in Somalia, and good for you for listening to my podcast if you live <laughs> in Somalia. Send me an email. I am taking the time to learn English with all the yeah. war and lions. If you know English, listen to this podcast. Please get a hold of me somehow. Moonrise Kingdom was just on TV. On the movie channels. It's on HBO, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, I saw a thing too. Uh, it was just an ad. You know, Mediacom has like an ad for HBO for mm -hmm. the movie. It's like, hey, if you get HBO, you can watch this. So that was pretty cool. It made me watch it again and made me think of this idea. Like, I should just write about how awesome I think it is. But I don't really have a, I don't really have a ending to it. The article yet. Yeah. It's just like I like these, 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 these. Things. <laughs> it's kind of German. <laughs> I like this and this. It's very good. Very good movie indeed. I have a couple of game reviews a little bit on there, but I want to transfer them to the 
rating scale you used because I'm a five star. Well, I'm not. Yours, I'll feel weird having it's not a ten scale you've been using. I'm not certain I want to keep it that way. So if you can convince me five stars better than the way I have it, do you not carry that? I don't. I don't between those two. I don't really hope for. I just well, I want to. I do want to keep it unified. I like you talked about the letter grade system. I like that idea. Yeah, AV Club does that. I like it a lot. And I think 1UP does that. 1UP.com does that. But I don't... I haven't, I haven't been at the website literally in a year. A year. Yeah. But, um... I don't know, I just don't like the, the, the numbered metric so much. I feel like everyone kind of has their different ideas of that. Like, my 6.5 might be different from your 6.5. But people can... It's immediately comparable, comparable to the letter grade system, but yeah. people don't, because they think, like, well, five is middle of the road, that should be average. But for a lot of people, five is shit. Yeah, five is shit. So, yeah, I do. I think we'll go with letter grade. Well, yeah, well, we're decided just now. All we're right. gonna, I'll switch everything to letter grade. Let Except for my rest of the reviews. So, are we going to say A plus is 10, 10 out of 10? Yeah. A plus is perfect, F being the worst thing you could do. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it like uh, everything it's like an assignment <laughs> like A plus it's everything I wanted you to be and F is you didn't do anything I hated you Big Mama's House 2 it's an F <laughs> I haven't even seen that that'll be another series of articles is don't watch yeah. don't oh, that could be fun. don't watch this I don't yeah cause that's how I I think I want to handle movies and TV shows like that cause I don't know, I don't think, why would I review a thing I don't like? That's always been my issue, because I thought about, on my list all, that I have very few one-star rated things, movies and stuff, because if it's one star, I won't finish it, and yeah. then I won't feel like I can fairly rate it, because I didn't finish it. Same so. thing with games, too. Mm-hmm. I've never finished a game I didn't like, so yeah. I don't, I don't, so, I'm just, most of if you, <laughs> if there's a review for it, it's probably good. Yeah. Or mediocre, which I think is the worst thing. Like, uh, I did it, I don't know if you're right, I did a review of Kanye West and his record, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty mediocre. Yeah. Not really that into it. But I did it. Was it was a 6.5, wasn't it? Yeah. It, the reason it's not a 5 is because there are a few tracks that are good. But for the most part, it's pretty. I think somebody tweeted, like, it's uh, a Fisher Price is my first experimental album. Like, it's just so transparent of like oh you just want to be weird like this you're not trying to find I think maybe you are trying to find a new voice but don't let it be at the expense of us you know what I mean yeah. like have a fully formed record that's what it's supposed to be but I don't know speaking of music have you heard French Montana no not I didn't think you would <laughs> but he has a cool summer song I like his name it's uh oh, it's Jeffrey out it's called Ain't gotta worry about nothing. <laughs> and this that's the hook is my, my niggas ain't gotta worry about nothing just over and over and over again. And it's great. It's the summer song. It's something you could I'll totally be playing in my car in the summertime. Yeah, that's one thing I don't think you'll ever do contribute to is the music it's aspect. <laughs> I want you to write do a write up of Game of Thrones season three. Okay. Because I don't have it. I don't know. I don't have it. I don't think I have enough thoughts on Game of Thrones. Other than, like, it's good. 
like a lot. I like these characters and these things, but like I don't think as I'm as clearly you you've memorized everyone's names where they're yeah, from. Yeah, but... You know like stuff that you know you've memorized stuff that's not in the show that's like talked about. Yeah, because I'm that person, so I've spent hours in the wiki. Sure. Just so I think you have a better voice yeah. for writing about season three, and that'll just be like a go watch. Mm-hmm. Go watch season three of Game of Thrones. I want to do more games, but I don't. I haven't played anything. Yeah, my um, my reviews I have to put up are Bastion, Mario Kart Seven, and Breath of the Wild Seven because a little less. Oh, I can do. A... I see Bastion all the time. I don't. It's so I know. I'm sure it is. It <laughs> so is, good. There's not enough for me to. There's too many other things to play first. Yeah. But I've heard it's really good. It just there's it doesn't. Like with the Last of Us, I'm not excited to play Bastion. I guess I could say. Because with The Last of Us, I was really excited. And yeah. I just never did. Um, Infinity Blade 2. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. The first one I was pretty... first yeah. one wasn't. Or at least what I played of your copy. was pretty not, meh. Yeah. And for my... I'll you can get everything that game has to offer. You can get all of it within two hours. Yeah, that's... Infinity Blade 2, I see. A solid tip 20. 10 hours? Yeah. Because, uh, well, the first one's literally infinite. That's the part of the name. Yeah. Because you play this, forever. This, I could see the main story. It has a story? Yeah. It's, I've, I've read up on one to see if one was The first one was. barely has a story. This one is, yeah, they've taken everything much more. It has a full, like, there's a, almost a Metroidvania-style castle that you're exploring. What? It's kind well, of Well, this one kind of is Metroid, but... Well, I mean, the, I'm, the first one's kind of, but not really. Well, I wasn't sure if there was any exploration on that. There, yeah, there's totally different ways you can get to the... Hmm. And there's kind of experimenting with, like... But it's just... At the end of the day, it's just random. Because, like, if you go to the second... As you know, you, your character will die or win or whatever, and then you play as his son, and you just do that yeah. forever and ever and ever. And, like, you know, one playthrough, you go to this part of the castle and there's a guy and you're like oh last time I went there it was really hard and this sometimes it won't be as hard I don't know it's it's kind of roguelike yeah in that sense but. Yeah, this one seems pretty I mean, so not at all like much right I'm sorry <laughs> this one the enemies change but they just grow with you as you go through yeah. your lives and there's you have to die pretty much at some points even in the story yeah. you have to die and, I don't know there's three different fighting styles now it's not just sword and shield and they all play differently. What else? There's heavy weapon, which you can't dodge. You just have to parry in the different directions or block. And does a lot of damage. And it has like little directional combos that it'll give you. I think that would be that would be more fun. That's what I I'm never playing. blocked. Never once when I play that game. I do sometimes. Uh, you can still dodge, I assume. Uh, with a heavy weapon. Nope. Oh, no yeah, dodge. dodge. Never mind. But um, I don't know. I mainly just parry everything, so it's not a big deal. Um, Welcome back to Infinity Blade Hour. <laughs> uh, dual wielding is the other. You can do double swords and you can combo like crazy, but you lose blocking altogether. You have to parry and you gain a... Or not parry, you have to dodge and you gain another... You gain a dodge. I like parrying. I'm as good at that. But the first one had magic. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it wasn't magic. a strong big element of it. Yeah, but. it's decent. It's as much as you want it to be on here. Yeah, there's a, there's a plot down. They had a nice little... Online features, kind of like Robot Unicorn Attack, too. Really. You join a team. Um, you don't join a team, but that's my favorite part. Right? Yeah, yes. Or at least there's no competition between teams, but it's the same idea of every day they'll be like, "Here's some really hard challenges you can do," and if enough. Do they people... have like team challenges? Like if 
a million people. Yeah, that's how they all work. Cool. Yeah, it'll be like, here's an optional enemy, and it's really hard. If 18,000 people beat it, everybody that beat it gets this 10,000 gold. I love that part of Robot Unicorn, I think, too. I do, too. That's <laughs> like, like when you play, too. when you do that, it's just like this weird thing of just like, hey, we're not, we're not all gonna die. <laughs> like, you feel a part of, like, such a community, and, but not at all, like, you don't commune. Yeah. But, like, you do, I don't know, there's something about it that makes me, like, when we all go through a million hoops, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, it feels really good. It's a great way to make you play the game, because there's, I've already Ooh. found days that I wouldn't play, and then, like, well, I should help everybody out. Should make a run. I've never <laughs> done that. <laughs> I've never been like, I gotta help out Team Rainbow today. I don't take my part in Team Rainbow that seriously, I guess. I'm Team Rainbow too. Oh, fuck you if you're Team Inferno. What are you, a badass? You're playing the wrong game. Yeah. You have to be a flaming... That's so weird to me, that it's either Team Inferno <laughs> or Team Rainbow. I just picked Team Infer- Rainbow just because the other one I was like, oh, bro, <laughs> be on a team with a bunch of douchebags <laughs> yeah. on Team Inferno. Part of me was just like, I bet Team Rainbow is full of more fun guys. It has to be. Yeah. Team Inferno was just 12-year-olds. They were like, I fuck everybody, and I get fucking a kick-ass. And Team Rainbow was like, listen, we're adults, and we know this is a game, and we're just here to have fun. So if you're on Team Inferno and you're listening to this, fuck you. Fuck you. Just, yeah, don't listen anymore. Don't. We don't want your ears. Don't find me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Um... Let's see. Let's go to the phone and see what bullet points. I, I typed some stuff up to, like, think. <laughs> on the way here, I freaked out. I had this weird moment where I thought I was on the wrong side of the road, but I wasn't. I was, like, tran- It was like I my past life of being British had <laughs> popped up for a second. There's a weird moment. I don't think I was in a past life when I was British. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, for whatever reason, I don't know. Oh, I've decided that my... Description of Infinity Blade 2 is Dark Souls meets Tom Punch Out, by the way. Mm, is what that's, the is. I, I bet they'd be very flattered to hear that. I bet they like that a lot. Um, I don't know. Do you think we should put like some tabletop stuff in there? Because I know we, you really so like I, tabletop I stuff. Could, so, and, um, yeah. I, I don't about, know what you'd write about it. Do you do reviews? I guess. Or just um, Rock Paper Shotgun does has a weekly article called Cardboard Children. Hmm? Car- eh, cardboard Children. Cardboard Children. Yeah, that they just once a week have the article of, he'll just talk about whatever tabletop game he played this week, and usually he'll just talk about the experience of it and be like, so that was fun. Because hmm. this happened, and I role-played this. And once I've seen him be like, so I always talk about games I like. Here's what makes a shitty tabletop game. And he talked about some ninja game that was awful and why it sucked. Well, certainly, if you... Think you want to do that? Do that. It'll be a new, mm-hmm. new button Another on the side. Yep. But yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> I play, I play a tabletop game probably once a month. Yeah. I don't have that much to say. And I wouldn't play the ones that you have. I yeah, probably if you, yeah, if I if you weren't my friend, I probably would never play them because I just don't. I don't know for whatever reason they don't they don't excite me. Yeah. I like hanging out and playing them. That's that's mostly what I like is the social element. Yeah, cardboard children had an article about how we need you and other people because me. Yeah, he wrote a whole article that it was one. Did he use my name? (laughs) He just said that we that um, well tabletop gamers in general need to attract more. I I guess I apparently just decided I play them enough to be one of we. (laughs) um, 
need to attract more people to get them away from the idea of board games as just being life and Scrabble and to play tabletop games because as is, the community is too small and it's impossible to spend more than an hour at a game store and not have a smelly person walk in. So yeah. they need to broaden it. Well, <laughs> Bring in people with good hygiene. To yeah. Play. yeah, look at my shoes. <laughs> Do you think this guy? They are shiny This shoes. guy plays D&D? <laughs> Wears these shoes? Because I do, and I love it. I don't know, I've never understood why people, where it came from. Where people are like, ugh, Dungeons and Dragons. Nerds. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. I guess because people look at something like that and they assume it's just for children. Or, yeah. But yeah. when you realize you can play it as an adult and you can have as much fun as we do with it. And I think in what makes it... Same thing with people. It's it's a very it's a very number heavy game if you want it to be. Um, yeah, it's very number it's stats heavy <laughs> and it's very wish fulfillment if you're a weirdo. Yeah. I can't imagine people taking themselves seriously while playing that. I can't either. They do though, right? Yeah. I know they're <laughs> out there. I don't know that. They have to. Oh no, I know I met people at Barnes and Noble that made a point to come up to me and be like, Come play live action World of Darkness with us. See, we're part of the problem, the too. Shouldn't we be like... We shouldn't look down on those people, should we? Probably not. <laughs> but these people also immediately, like, without me egging it out, like, so I have a level 30 samurai. Uh, that's a level... Of, to go up to a stranger and brag about your level in class. With level, what game? Uh, D&D. Oh. Level 30 samurai. You can get to level 30 samurai? That was 30. I know, I'm, I'm Pathfinder's 30. I said level 30. I think he said 37. Oh, no. Level oh. 30 Samurai. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're both 30s. Do they count? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know why those games attract certain types of people. But, I mean, like... I don't know. That goes with everything. Like, there's... I'm sure there's people that play D&D that look down on people that like sports... I feel like I'm the half-white, half-black person of the nerd community, because I should be accepted by everybody, and yet I'm not, because I have another thing, uh, which is a comment on racism in America. <laughs> but I like sports a lot, as much as I like, well, probably not as much as I like D&D and nerdy things, but I, li- I certainly say I like, I like my PlayStation as much as I like the NBA. <laughs> so, but there are people in... My comment being, like, there are people in the NBA that are, like, interesting and cool. Like, Woody Allen is a big NBA fan. I always use that as my example. So, just, just, just relax. Leave play alone. Huh? Leave, I'm sorry about to leave you alone. Oh, I don't get made fun. Nobody ever picks on me for it. But, like, I do know that, like, people that play video games a lot and would be called, refer to themselves as nerds, probably do look down at sports and people like sports the same way that people like sports look down on people that play D&D and play a really into pinball. Yeah. Which, I can't do it. (laughs) I think it's so cool, but like, I don't want to, I want to be good at pinball. There's been so many times I've been at Gunther's and walked up to a pinball cabinet and like, eh, 50, uh, or, yeah, 50 Oh, I was playing it. I'm terrible Uh, at it, but uh, I like playing it. I can't even, if it was one token, that might, but. (laughs) Like, oh, that's two games of Street Fighter. Oh, yeah, I like I like the old games too, but I hate that I hate the high score system. I wish it wasn't there almost because <laughs> it makes me feel shitty. I was like, I'm never gonna be that good. I don't know. 
I like Galaga and Donkey Kong and Dig Duck. Yeah, Dig Duck's awesome. awesome. Go play Dig Duck. Go play Dig Duck. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Review for Dig Duck. <laughs> Might be not getting appreciated. Is it? I don't know. Many people love Dig I just don't feel like it's brought up as much as Donkey Kong and Galaga and the other Pac-Man. It probably isn't. But it is. It should be. <laughs> it should be on the Mount Rushmore of those old games. Yeah. Uh... Did you read my article about LeBron James? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I read why? That. I, read, I just went through it. I don't know. I don't know why. Do you have any thoughts? I just not really. <laughs> I just came in there and I was like, well, before I write, I want to read all plays writing and just kind of get me into writing. Get the mode. vibe. Or? Yeah, yeah, get the vibe of the site. And I was like, ah, oh, good. We can just do editorials about whatever we're thinking because I'll probably do that sometimes too. That's all I want to do. I've I've spent just the other night. I sat there and yeah, I think I was doing dishes. Just had pretty much an article. I realize I do that a lot. I write articles in my head for no one but me. That was just like, hmm. for them. yeah. And I was just like, hmm, here's a comparison. And I was like, what was I thinking about? Oh, because Robbie and Dan's come back to WWE. And I was like, ah, oh, him and Rey Mysterio are the same person. And I don't hate Rey Mysterio. I was like, oh, well, here's why. And then just pretty much wrote an article in my head about it. Yeah, well, now like, you have no, a place to no. put it. And you can type it up and put it I think on. Everybody the else getting noted for Robbie and Dan for Catch just taken, by the way. Could you leave it? That's I was going to ask you about that. That's why there's a dash in there. I thought I'm like, what? <laughs> and it's just like somebody's blog. Like a typical Tumblr. It's nothing. Yeah. But I was blown away that somebody squat. first of all, thought of the same words and just <laughs> not letting, I don't know. Well, we will get rich and buy them out. Making <laughs> I, I don't know if the URL, like the yeah. couchlife.com, so when we do, when I get a job, I have money. I don't want to. <laughs> I watch shame. Watch your face do Sunday. <laughs> but the second I have money, I'm gonna buy an actual. Because on Tumblr they will let you. Because I don't. I like their whole thing of like putting up articles and it's all. I don't know anything really. I don't know enough about HTML to really tell yeah. about it. But I like their full format and everything. Yeah, it's really. It's I like how minimalist it is and it just. Yeah, it's really. It's easy enough that I just hopped in there pretty quickly and put my article up. Yeah. As it should be. Hypertext markup language. Simplify yourself. And I bet that's one of the easier ones to learn. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've spent hours before and I've figured out. Yeah, because I... I've made have, a website before. Yeah, I used to have a pretty good, decent grasp of HTML. I learned it pretty quickly. Yeah, there's not a lot to it. It's, by, it's mostly when you want to make... If you want to make IGN.com, then you got to know some shit. Holy shit, that website. I've never thought about it, but that website is complicated. <laughs> like, I think yeah. if my mom went on IGN.com, she'd be like, what the f... There's so many moving parts to that, just mm-hmm. on screen. Sometimes an ad will just pop up that is made to look like it's part of the website, too. She, she, my mom would think that it's broke. <laughs> White House <laughs> down, <it's> broken. <laughs> oh, that movie looks like such a turd, doesn't it? Uh, but I really want to see it. I still have this attitude. I want to see every movie. I was I was saddened last time I talked to my little brother because he's how we're talking. He's like, oh, White House down. None of that. He just said, I want to see that movie about the White House getting attacked. I was like, well, that's two different bad-looking movies that just came out. I'm not sure which one. Uh, Olympus has fallen. Yeah. (laughs) Same movie. Holy shit! Yeah, that's the exact same movie. Except we have Channing Tatum instead. Yeah. I watched John Oliver interview Maggie Gyllenhaal because she was in it last night, and it was like. He made a comment, he was like, it's weird, like, movies about the president used to be about protecting the president, and now they're like, 
let's fucking destroy the president. Like, the movies are all about, let's destroy the White House and blah, blah, blah. And now they're like, or I'm sorry, the opposite of what I just meant. They used to be like, what, Air Force One was about everybody trying to protect the president. Yeah. And now, like, I guess in White House Town, it shows Jamie Foxx with a gun. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah it's, um, Sarah watched Iron Man 3 the other day. And I, it's not good. Well, I liked it. I got I got I got to find out for myself. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, there was a point, I don't know, the main villain is essentially Osama Bin Laden. It not look like Osama Bin Laden. He looks like Ben Kingsley. Well, he has a beard. And oh, he has a... Yeah, he has a big beard, and he's a terrorist, and... Hmm. Yeah, you must not see him in the movie because he has. I haven't seen the movie. Well, even in commercials, I've seen trailers. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's a terrorist that is trying wants to kill the president. Such. <laughs> so he actually is a terrorist. Okay, good because I remember when I first saw that commercial, they like send missiles at Tony Stark's house. I was like, how have you not just declared war on the United States? Like, you can't. Yeah. Just do that, as like, <laughs> it's not like a drive-by. <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, gangbangers would be gangbangers. If you shoot missiles at, like, a whole coastline, that, yeah, I think that's, you just declared war in the United yeah. States. Yeah, he pretty much always has in that movie. It's, but, um... So, I if was, he's an actual terrorist, then it, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I realized, though, watching that, that we've finally gotten far enough away from 9-11 that even Iron Man 3 can have... Osama bin Laden is the villain being evil and threatening to kill the president. Yeah, I if, like, and we're comfortable talking about that again. Then. I wonder if, like, I, I, I wish Tommy was here and I'd ask him, like, mm-hmm. do you have anything to feel about 9 11? Does that mean anything to you? Or is it like Pearl Harbor? It was like, yeah, that happened in fact. Because he's a baby. Yeah, that should be. Um, I wonder how old he was when that happened. He's 13 now, right? Uh, 14. So he would be a baby. Yeah. Those are John's dogs. I don't know if the podcast listeners can hear that. They're angry. They're barking at someone. Maybe um, nothing. Maybe nothing. You know. Uh, speaking of war, uh, I've been playing Civilization Five. Mm-hmm. Is it awesome? It's so good. Why have I taken this long to play it? It's so good. Yeah, it's the boss. I love it. Play. Go play Civilization Five. I've when you get to build a spaceship. You get to build a spaceship and then, like, you watch it take off. Like, that's one of the victories. As you know, like, you can have a war, diplomatic, uh, culture, or science. And I haven't won diplomatically. That one is really hard for me. But I've won all the other ones, and science is by far the most satisfying. (laughs) I get to see a rocket, a spaceship, and it takes for fucking ever to build it. It's a very satisfying payoff. There's what? a um, there's a mod for Minecraft that's essentially that now. That they add some new materials and you have to find them and it t- you have to build all the parts to a spaceship. And, and what you, do you do? You build a spaceship. And you go to the moon. You go to the moon and then the moon is a whole new place. And there's moon people. But this mod sounds awesome. It does. And I guess that's it's a very in depth thing of like better remember to make your helmet so you don't die and have your head explode on the moon. I'm and looking at this. You have to make your spaceship exactly right. Apparently, the guy that I read in the PC Gamer talked about it and how he like the started. Because a little fucked yeah, up. he crashed the first time because he put two parts the wrong way that were reversed. And I can't for the life of me. I can't figure out how to fucking even build a like working mine. Yeah, part. All, all the redstone <laughs> stuff that I see people do. 
It's they're always like it's easy, dude. Just fucking. Li-. I can't. It doesn't. I don't know. I'm not good at stuff like that. I get my brain just like I feel like I have dyslexia. Like this is how dyslexic people look at words. Like I just can't figure it out. Um, have you heard about Starbound? Starbound? Bound. Oh. <laughs> not, not <laughs> the past based on it. <laughs> I don't know. Starbound. Uh, is that looks, Earthbound sequel? No, but it looks awesome. It's by. Which I are they making? I heard that. I didn't hear about that. Maybe it was, it was a so. dream I had once. <laughs> Feels like that's um, news. Um, but it's by some of the people in Terraria. And it's pretty much sci-fi Terraria, except for a huge scope of... There's like eight playable races. And it generates a whole... generates three sectors of your universe. Each that has multiple galaxies, each that has multiple planets. And you can go between them and gather things from different ones and build on them and encounter different races. So it's just like... Generated. It's Terraria with a million more yeah. aspects. And just all the sci-fi trimmings you would expect. Of like, I'm going to build a mech to walk around this planet. Oh. I'm going to build a space base. Speaking of mechs, back to Civ Five. <laughs> like, that game is so subtle <laughs> in parts, and then just like so brass in others. That I really don't know if I should have seriously to take the game. What do you mean? Like, when you... there When, like, Japan comes and talks to you, like, you kind of have to handle Delacoup. Like, there are way, not so delicate, it's pretty easy, but, like, there are things you have to do where, like, if you answer the wrong way, they'll hate you a little bit, and then eventually you could go to war with that person, or, you know, everything's kind of historically accurate, and, like, there's all these, like, different nods to different things in history, and then there's, like, you can, there's a, a weapon, like, and a unit you can build called Giant Death Robot. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not really taking that too seriously. Yeah, that's... They, what's really funny though is like, once you eventually, I don't know how much the game you played, like you do research and find out new technologies, mm-hmm. and eventually you run out because we, the game, they don't predict the future with it. They just yeah. have a thing called future tech. Mm-hmm. That's the last technology. And every time you find a new technology, there's a little quote by someone in history referencing it. And when you get to future tech, which is the last one, it's just George Bush. It says, well, I think we can all agree, the past is over. <laughs> Which I, it was really funny. I thought it was really funny. And when you develop plastics, that's the quote from The Graduate. I like that a lot. But, like, like if you build, like, uh, you know that thing in Rio de Janeiro, like Jesus, mm-hmm. like a Bible verse that it will say, or, like, they're always really poignant and very relevant and cool. But that one did make me laugh. That's, that's really awesome. Um... I don't know. Another thing, too, is Civ Five does a good job of letting, letting the, you, as a person of society, know that, like, peace is really hard. <laughs> People will just fuck your shit up. It's so hard. I can't... I, I've tried several times to, like, I don't want to build any military units. I'm just going to be nice to everybody, and I'm going to focus on my one city. And just... It's impossible. That kept having me on Civ Three. So, I'm just stuck. It's, it's so, the same thing of me yeah, just wanting to. I ta- like, like, I want to be the nice guy. Yeah. No, you're you, not. You know what's really funny, too, is getting attacked by Gandhi. <laughs> like, because they just, if I hit random on everything, and so they have random personalities, and sometimes Gandhi will, like, be a warlord. <laughs> it's really, it's weird and funny. But, so far, my guys have been Japan, George Washington, and uh, Alexander the Great. Who was the first one? 
Japan guy. I don't know. It's like Mr. Oda Katabunga. Nobunaga. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I feel like my racist Japanese gibberish. I hope that's all your. I imagine your character playing. Oh no, Nobunaga comes over. It's like ah, oh, Mr. Japan guy. <laughs> I do. I reference. I recognize everybody to some based on they're from. I don't know their real names. Like, oh yeah, you're Caesar. Well, that is his name. <laughs> Who's like the king of Siam? I don't know his name. Right. I just like oh Siam. So we're. I mainly know Nobunaga because he's he's an interesting character. Just because he's a real person, like maybe. Yeah, they all are. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, you wouldn't think so if you play any video games for Japan. Because the Samurai Warrior games, he's the main villain. I've seen him in several. He's a villain. He's a villain. He's they, every video game he's in makes him out to be. He has demons that he summons. He's well, they always were, this magical Darth Vader. Well, the Japan. Asians kind of build their guys up like that. Uh, yeah. Kim Jong Il, very famously, is yeah. like a, in enough, history classes enough. in North Korea. He's taught to children as a god. Mm-hmm. How do they handle his death? Yeah, I wonder. He didn't die. Yeah. He went to. He, well, he, he came in the and left here. Yeah. I don't know. But we disappointed him too much and he left us. <laughs> Something I don't like about Civ Five though is like everybody's not Nobody's like too different. Like you're you're pretty much picking a palette of what you want your place to look like. Yeah. Because like there's nothing they're not that different. And they like no, like I don't know. I would like it if like you played as Gandhi and like you couldn't build very much of an army. Like it's just not it's totally dope. So I don't like that. And if you play as like George Washington, like you have a bunch of like you can explore a lot more things. Or like Japan or Japan does have the only one I can think of right now where they have the only people that have samurais. Which is pretty cool, but Speaking of Korea, I realized maybe a month ago. <laughs> it's a funny segue. <laughs> Speaking of Korea, I spent quite a while on Wikipedia reading the history of Korea because I realized, I don't, I don't know if it's just me, I imagine it's everyone. I thought you were going to say, I realized I don't know shit about Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just realized that like... We went to war with them even in the Yeah, even in terms of history, like, what did Korea ever do before the Korean War? Because you'd never hear anything about it. I don't know, what did they do? There Not much. Just hung out? <laughs> Yeah, judging from the Wikipedia Starcraft, history, they like Starcraft. Yeah, they, um, they developed Taekwondo. Cool. And, um, Where did uh, Kim Jong-il come from? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it would be like, literally, how did he... He's such a tiny man, how did he rise to power? I don't know. I don't know. Were they born into it? That's how they uh, still do it over there. They're the last... Yeah, because his son's in power now, so... Which is insane! <laughs> Louis has that really good bit about it. He's just like, we just did that for a long time. Like, it didn't matter who the son was. He could be retarded and be like, well, he's king now. That's what, that's what he wants. He wants everybody to be naked. That's the rule. Everybody's like, what? It's, it's kind of a miracle that it didn't happen constantly. Yeah. Well, may, I don't know. It's probably more Game of thrones Where, like, yeah, you're the king, but I'm Taiwan and I run shit around here. Yeah. I don't know. That's the first time Game of Thrones is... I don't know if that makes me a learned person or a dipshit for me to <laughs> use Game of Thrones and be like, it was, history is probably like Game of Thrones. There was... I was reading Time Magazine, and um, there was a whole article. Humble brag. Well, it's eating. Yeah. It wasn't a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have toned it differently. I was reading Time Magazine. But there was a whole article about how, like, 
there was an article about Game of Thrones and how it's the most accurate political metaphor on TV right now. It just talked about... How politics work? Yeah, everything we learn about modern politics from Game of Thrones. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. A big point I made was how much um, the 99%, how much power they really have, and I compared that to throwing pit with Joffrey and um, the Brotherhood without banners and groups like that that are... They are the 99%. Yeah. Yeah, because all that's represented in Game of Thrones is the 1%. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It makes me hate every character I'm keeping in front of it. <laughs> So is that is Time Magazine saying like yeah there's some nice guys up there <laughs> and the one percent control and stuff? No, uh, they're pretty much. I think the point of the article was just to say if you're in politics, go watch Game of Thrones and you'll understand how your world works right now. Well, maybe you should learn some stuff from there. Uh, compare dragons to um, nuclear weapons. Yeah. I wonder is George R. R. Martin knowingly doing that? I don't, uh, it said probably because it said that he's a big history buff. Hmm. So. I always wondered. I haven't thought about that enough. Of like what. What's his big deal? <laughs> like, yeah, what's, what's, he, the, what's, what's he teaching the, us? Well, yeah, what's he trying to say? Like, um, don't get attached to anyone. Mostly, everyone you know will die one day. Alongside that, though, he is mostly. Well, I don't know if it's mostly, but he is trying as much as anything to make a very entertaining show. I read one of the. He's great books. I read. I don't know how much he has in the show? creation of the show. Either. I read that the reason he made the books in the first place was because he was originally not a writer. He worked in TV and film. And, um, when? How was that? Back in the 80s? 70s or 80s, I think. Okay. And it said that he had some idea, and they told him, no, we can't do that. That's just, we don't have the budget for the yeah. scope of what you want. So he wrote the book as a, well, fuck you, I'm going to write something that you could never, ever afford to make into a movie. Or... Which, Turns out, the economy yeah, has gotten better. Just wait a little while. Holy fuck, that show has to be expensive to make. Couldn't even imagine. I found out recently, too, speaking of money, I don't <laughs> I don't know if you do know, but the Miami Heat won the I NBA Finals. How'd you know? Front page of Yahoo News. Well, well, they won. <laughs> and... I remember seeing it, actually. And I'm going like, uh, Clay, well, Brett will like that I know this. Yeah, that's a way I thought I was like... Because I just, actually, I just saw a basketball player going on. I was like, I'm, I'm going to look, scroll over, see who won. The Miami oh, no. Heat won. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> That's it. I didn't read the article. So it's the titles for the day. <laughs> um, but I found out recently, like, just uh, what happens in that city after uh, a team wins a championship. First of all, they plan a big party for when the person wins, or the people win, and this club... In Miami, gave the Miami Heat anybody on the team like that's everyone involved pretty much like staff, assistant staff, like the trainer, like everyone involved with Miami Heat. They wanted them to come to their club. They gave them a one hundred thousand dollar bar tab. What? Yes. So everyone, I don't. I really want to know if they spent it all or if like they spent two hundred that. Like I really want to know. We have, like, I listened to the Jalen Rose report this morning, and he was saying, like, yeah, that's how it works. Because, like, a guy, a guy was talking to him, like, me, I was like, what happens after they win a championship? Do they party? And, yes. For $100,000. That's free. Like, give them that tab. Can you spend $100,000? Like, obviously you can, because that's their expectation. Yeah. How much alcohol do they have in that building? Well, 
I'm assuming what I'm assuming a, what a lot happens is if you're you're given your buddies for drinks too. Yeah. And the most expensive and you're buying bottles, which are like five hundred dollars in some of those clubs, mm-hmm. right? Probably. People always say that exaggeratingly, because I've never looked at buying a bottle at a club. I've never gone. I've never partied at a club. I almost said I've never gone. <laughs> I was like, I've gone. <laughs> but like, I've never asked how much a bottle of Grey Goose is to have at my table. Like, I've always heard it's in the hundreds of dollars. And you're buying bottles for your friends, I assume? Yeah, That's what you probably. do if you're LeBron James. You invite your buddies and you give them free drinks. You just want a championship. $100,000. A big bar tab for me is like $50. I try to only spend $20 when I go out yeah, on no, drinks. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'll spend $20 on drinks. If I exceed that, I kind of feel a little bit of shame. I was like, I went crazy. <laughs> $100,000. I really want to know, like, per person. Like, what did Dwayne Wade spend on himself? Any thoughts? <laughs> Just that we need to get shape start basketball today. I know. <laughs> I think about that every once in a while. Like, what if, when I was, like, 12, because that's when like, these kids start. Mm-hmm. These kids. Well, he's your age. I always love knowing that, that LeBron James yeah. is, When's your birthday? December 7th. Let's find out when LeBron James' birthday is. You just talk while I do this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, this is just going to create more shame. Why? I have a strange addiction to finding people my age or younger that are more successful than me to shame myself. <laughs> I'm having a hard time typing. So, if you type in birthday, birthday cake shows up. December 30th. So he's like so... You were in the same month. Yeah. He's And he's... 1984. I always love knowing that. That like you're... you're you're, you have this almost the same age of brain as LeBron James. Like when I hear him talk, I'm like, you could be like as smart as he got. He always comes across as dumb to me. I don't know why. Good. Like, he didn't go to college. <laughs> he went straight from high school to the NBA. Smarter than LeBron James. Look at that overcome. <laughs> Probably. He's focused his entire sure, life yeah. to basketball. I bet he doesn't read that much. No. But I think about it every once in a while when I'm bored. Like, what if I did? What if I did it? Like in those. At that age, when I was playing basketball in 6th and 8th grade, what if, like, I was like, this is it. I'm going to dedicate everything to this. Because that's what they did, I assume. Yeah, they can't imagine. Yeah. How can you be that talented at 28 and not have been working for fucking ever? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) $100,000. I found that out, like, before I started driving here. I found out today that um, Taken 3 Would <laughs> they get a kid that bad? I don't know. I love it. It's just like, <laughs> America. <laughs> Liam Neeson has to save a kidnapped America. <laughs> but he's got 20 million for it. Well, fuck yeah, I'll do, I'll do any movie for 20 million. Why does he do such shitty movies? Wow, he's, he's a pretty he's good actor. He's pretty good. Yeah. He's done good work. It's not like he's shitty and he just hasn't found the right parts yet. Yeah. He's done good stuff. What's his <laughs> Maybe he's just like Nicolas Cage and he just like keeps buying shit. And he's like, doesn't know how to handle his money. Um, at work, before I forget, 
one of the funniest things I've seen happen at work. Um, the Anchorman tra- 2 trailer, when he says, um, hey, fat face, at the end of it. Oh, yeah, it, it does. They all do their intros, and then it says Anchorman 2. And then all of a sudden, Will Ferrell pops in and just goes, hey, fat face. And, Talking to the audience. Yeah, staring straight at you, and then he just says, um, you say classy. And I watched as this overweight 40-some-year-old man was talking to his wife through it, and just curls <laughs> up and stares at his heels. That's a good joke for the podcast. <laughs> the joke being, I just, I want to explain it for the yeah. people listeners, that when Hey Fat Faces uttered this fat man, <laughs> looked at the screen as if he was being spoken to by Ron Burgundy. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, man. ABC Family had back-to-back Mall Cop and then Zookeeper. <laughs> so, it's officially the worst channel of the week now. <laughs> it wins. It's so... Uh, Kevin James just feels like what not... He's like the Nickelback of comedy. <laughs> he really is. He's like, he's just like... Astoundingly bad. I'm getting my pet. Fuck you. That's how I think his attitude is. Fuck you, I'm getting my money. I don't give a shit. I imagine though, if placed in that position, it'd be really hard to turn down. <laughs> um, it's probably twenty million dollars to be in that movie. Yeah. Fuck. I need to get famous. <laughs> well, I don't know if my life would be easier if I was famous, but if I was rich, it'd be easier. Andy Samberg is in Grown Ups too. That might be a little. That's just a small. And he's part. in the trailer. Yeah, I think that's just all he has. Judging from looking at some of the work. Hot right recently. Good movie. <laughs> this is a good movie. That'll be my next go watch. I will, my attitude for it at first for it was it was just gonna be classic movies. I have Hearts of Darkness on my computer. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I was when, in some mood that I wanted to watch Hearts of Darkness again. I'll write about it. But I was like, Moonrise Kingdom is still pretty fresh in my brain. I'm gonna write about that instead. So it's just gonna be any movies. Have you heard anything about World War Z yet? Review wise? Uh, they don't like it. <laughs> yep. I have the, the the Rolling Stones and stuff like that. Yeah. But the people that like your 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 snobs will say for lack of a better term or yeah. IGN didn't like it, for instance. Hmm. Yeah, they said it was just like it's uh it's a really well produced B movie. They were like it follows all the lines of like every classic stupid zombie movie. Except they have a really big budget and yeah, Brad Pitt. So things with bigger scope. Yeah, they're like it's just a bunch of like cool action sequences. It's like Inception, pretty much. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it looks really cool, but then why did no one ever talk about how terrible Leonardo DiCaprio was in that movie? I don't know. He's so bad. First of all, I don't think he's that good at all ever, except when Scorsese directs him. <laughs> but like. He was, like, I'm sure he's bad in Great Gatsby. He wasn't that good in Titanic. What's his name? The cave was weird. I didn't like that movie. Uh, it was alright. Yeah. Uh, was but he was so shitty in Inception. Yeah. He was just soulless and cold and just like, what, who, tell me what that guy's like when the movie's over. Tell me what he does. What, you know, you can do that with Travis Bickle. <laughs> from Taxi Driver but that's the worst example I could have given because that's like one of the <laughs> best character studies <laughs> just, and that movie spent the whole movie with just that guy and him doing voiceover uh, you, can, you can tell me what fucking 
uh, Opie from Andy Griffith does. Maybe not a TV show. Maybe it's a better example. Uh, Daniel Plain, no. <laughs> uh, what, who, Jack Nicholson's character from The Shining. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just I was going through my favorite movies, <laughs> stuff I like a lot. But yeah, you can tell me what he's doing when the camera is off, when the story's over. You can't tell me shit about Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. when the movie's over. He's um thinking about his wife a lot. Yeah, that's his entire identity. Is I like my wife, my dead wife, and my kids. So you're a human. I get it. I understand. I saw a War Horse. Does it good? Nope. It's not? Nope. It looks interesting. It's I've had Lincoln from Netflix, by the way, speaking of Spielberg. Oh, yeah. I still haven't that watched happened. it. I need to watch that. It's pretty good, apparently. People yeah, like it. My mom liked it. <laughs> she watched it before me. But, uh, she's probably going to mail it back before I get to watch it. War Horse is better than it should be, but still not good. What's wrong with it? Just a bad, cheesy... <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with it? It's just bad. There's... <laughs> Just lots of... They try really hard to make this horse humanized. So it's ridiculous. Like they push too much personality into it? Yeah. That's just not there? Yeah, there's no... Yeah, it's just... A horse doesn't do that. And I'd understand... Like what? He might as well talk. Oh, gross. There's... <laughs> it, it comes close at points. There's this other horse whose leg is hurt, and they're going to make him pull a cannon. The Germans, because they've... This horse gets swapped around all over these different sides. Okay. And Warhorse says, no, he can't handle that. So he runs up and steps in front of him and goes, Aah! and they're like, oh, well, I guess uh, this one's healthy. And then they swap him in for the hurt horse. And he looks back at the hurt horse this knowingly, like, going, like, I gotcha. I gotcha back. This sounds like a movie made for children. It feels like it. It sounds like Racing Stripes. <laughs> Towards the end remember of the movie? Remember that movie? I don't yeah, know if you do. I, I never saw it, but I remember it. I've seen bits and pieces. I have little nieces. <laughs> Um, towards the end of the movie, um, his original owner, this young boy who's been blinded by the war, just, I guess he senses his presence. Are you blinded by a war? Yeah, I guess, like, the flash ruined his eyes. The f- what the flash? Of an explosion, a mortar or something. <laughs> Did the movie with... treat it like that? Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, there was just an explosion by him, and then him back at the thing, and he has a blindfold on. He's like, oh, can't see, I guess. Okay. But, um... No one's told him his horse is there. He hasn't seen his horse for years. And then he, he just, everybody's gathered around this horse, and he comes out, just senses his horse. His heart tells him. And then he whistles to it. And it I don't know. I kind of believe in shit like that. <laughs> black people do have a certain. Uh, for some reason, I think they have black really, people. Black, <laughs> black people. Black. He doesn't have black powers. Are so magical. According to movies, they are. I don't think they're old. If they're old and blind too, especially if they're yeah. blind black people, <laughs> if movies have taught me anything, it's that blind black people have superpowers. <laughs> um, I don't mean that, by the way. <laughs> I don't want to come off as really racist. Um, it's positive. So it's just cheesy, pretty much. Yeah, it's really cheesy. Yeah, anyway. That's too much. That's too bad. I really want to watch Lincoln though. It sounded yeah, I'm sure it's not cheesy. People like people like that movie. And Daniel Day Lewis, of course, he's gonna be yeah. he can pencil him in for pretty good performance. You know he makes shoes? Yeah. <laughs> he makes shoes in Italy. I love. Uh what else do we have to talk about? Is it time to wrap it up? I don't know. Uh, um I took my phone at six forty nine. Earlier, and it's seven thirty-four now. So, so, 
Have we covered all, everything yeah. pop culture? Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Um, King of Fighters on iPhone is surprisingly good. I can't, here's what they need to figure out with iPhone games, first of all. Some of them get it right, some of them don't. Is make, don't make it a 16 by 9 game. Make it a 4 by 3 game. Because once you put your fingers here, you don't, you can't see that. That's, you, yeah, these, things, these things are gone. So, some games do do that. Or yeah. they just like, these are buttons and that's it. Yeah. Just make the game in there. You're absolutely right. Thank you. You go, <laughs> you go tell them. I, well, I didn't think of that. I just started noticing. It was like, the games I like that I use this are just 4 by 3 games. And, it, like, we've been doing it on Game Boy for years. Mm-hmm. And there's some pretty good games on the Game Boy. Almost every Super Nintendo game and everything. I don't. I don't know when did. I guess 16 by 9 is pretty new for the new. It's the. It's always been around, but it's pretty standard now. Yeah. yeah. I I want to say the last couple of years. PlayStation like PlayStation 3 and our Xbox and on has been. They've been made to be high def in 16 by 9. So we've. You can make a good game that's in 4 by 3. Every game on every console was made. In four three because that's what people's TVs were. So just yeah. fucking do that, guys. God damn it! <laughs> and get off my lawn. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 my advice to iPhone game makers. I don't understand why they're not. Like you can make Final yeah. Fantasy like that, really easily. I don't know. People like Final Fantasy on the iPhone, so maybe they do have something different. Yeah, um, I don't know. I played Dimensions. And I, I played the demo for it. And I assume it's the same for all of them. And it's just, it gives you a few options. You can just um, pretty much just drag your finger anywhere on the screen in the direction you want to go. Yeah. Do you, I've been scared to like buy a, ga- a big game on my phone. I've never spent more than a dollar on anything because I just don't think I can commit to looking at that screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I, I can play a game in front of my TV, I don't know why. That's just like, I've sat down, I'm going to play, but my phone, it's too easy to leave the experience. So I don't think, like, if I buy, like, Final Fantasy IV for my phone or whatever, I don't, I won't play it as much anyway. I think, I've thought about that too, because there's a couple pretty big games that I want. Like what? uh, I'd like Final Fantasy Dimensions, the Chaos Rings games are supposed to be really good. Um, But they're, like, big budget, big games. Yeah. Can you see yourself? That's, as long as they give you... They need to either put the save points often or autosave or something. It fucking every game should have autosave now. It's just like become part of the thing. It'd be like if somebody was like, uh, "We're using the D-pad to control your character." You're like, fuck you. We're all used to this. Yeah. Just do it that way. X makes me continue mm-hmm. every time. Why not? I understand. I don't like the argument of like it's more the gameplay. You don't know. No, fuck you. Just, that's an excuse. Like, I don't buy that, like, Resident Evil's scarier because you couldn't move the person as well. Yeah. Like, well, they've made terrifying games where you can move the person around. That's not part of it. So. But, hey, get off my lawn. <laughs> this is the get off my lawn hour. But, yeah, iPhone games. A lot of bad ones. There are so many bad ones. Like, I don't know. It's about, I don't know if it's about... 10% really good games, 50% really bad games, and 40% games that are pretty good for about 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like Flash games on the internet. Yeah. They're almost exactly. They're almost identical. Um, and I still like the same Flash games that I like 
Like the same kind. I like physics-based ones. Physics-based ones? Yeah. And I like, I've always liked tower defense games. Why are there not a million tower defense games? There's not? No. I thought there was quite a few on there. Well, I can't find them. Hmm. Well, I'm very picky about them. But I would there's think, like, I would have a million to choose from. Yeah. But there's only one I really like, and it's, I'm done with it. I've, like, I've put so many hours into it. Did I tell you Plants vs. Zombies? You can get that free for, until the end of the month. Oh. Yeah, really go to, yeah, go to IGN and go to their mobile section, and they're okay. giving it away for free. Hey, if I, hopefully I put this, no, I doubt this will be up in time, but if... We'll uh, listen to our podcast to get a free <laughs> iPhone game. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Android users, but come on, it's really. I I have I don't know. I have the same thing. I'm I don't know. I'm a big lame person who thinks Apple makes the best stuff because they do, John. I don't know because I guess if you're a person who likes, if you're really tech savvy, I can see why you'd like the PC more. But I'm not. Yes, yeah, and I like everything simplified. It's the same reason I like Tumblr. Yeah. The way they're set up. Everything's in the place where I think it should be. Everything's just the way I like it. And I'm not... Tech PCs are made for tech-savvy people, and Apple products are not. Where do I go to for this game? Uh, I go to mobile, and that should be one of the main articles. Plants vs. Zombies free. Okay. I guess they give away a free mobile game every month. I'm into that. Yep. I mean, it's only a $1 game in the first place, but still. What's this App Store update? I have like several of these. This is really good podcast stuff too. Oh, the, just probably talking about the App Store update. Oh, okay, like the update to the game. Or to the App Store in general. Oh, okay. Like Free game of the month. Plants vs Zombies. That game should be Cannons vs Zombies. <laughs> I always say this. It's like plants don't shoot out <laughs> ballistics. Get my code. Oh, Jesus. Can I just copy it? Yeah, just, or just click on it. Oh, okay. I'll put it in for you. Cool. Yeah, and then just hit redeem. What's today's date? The 24th? I'll try to put this up before the end of the month. Yeah, that sounds right. Are they always good? Like Plants vs. Zombies? This is the first one I've ever known about. Okay. Yeah, I you just, just got your iPhone. Yeah, I just happened to be on IGN on the phone, and I was like, yeah, I can go to the mobile section now. I feel, I feel so robbed. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> I've had this phone forever. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, how how long has this been going on? What games did I miss? Yeah. I'm going to tell myself that they've all been shitty. Yeah, or it's just a new thing, maybe. Yeah, what I, I didn't stare at it long, but it was like the free... The name of the thing was like the free game of the month. Yeah. Um, I think it's about time to wrap it up. All right. I can feel ourselves. Why can well, I can hear this not being interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's plugs. John is Google him. Yeah, You'll find his book that way. Yeah. Uh, you can Google me if you want. Uh, I'm Clayton Missler on Twitter. Your words as bombs. Yep. On Twitter. Uh, buy his books. And I want to promote the as yet unnamed comedy show in Columbia. Yeah. Every week on Tuesday. You, you. It's free and a swell time. It's free. It's well done, and drinks are cheap. Yeah. And you, the best bartender in town, and Sean Pinnacher, which I I know I'm pronouncing his name correctly because he applauded that. He's like, wow, you got it. First time. So, yeah, do that. Check out the blog a lot. We update it a lot. Watch Moonrise Kingdom and not War Horse. Don't watch, yeah, that'll be the other. Don't watch War Horse, watch Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, anything you want to yeah, say? Yeah, no, that's, that's okay. pretty good. Uh, goodbye.